This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hey folks, host Matthew here, and we're doing a live show in Portland, Oregon on May 18th, and we are joined by Look Inside This Book Club, which is also a show hosted by me, I will warn you. We're at the Fun House Lounge in Southeast Portland, and you can get tickets right now by going to bit.ly slash milkpdx. That's bit.ly slash milkpdx. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you're starting a new business or launching a creative project, count on Squarespace to help you create an eye-catching and professional website that stands out from the rest. They've got beautifully designed templates. They've got customizable features. They've got everything you need, top to bottom, soup to nuts, to create your website about soup and nuts. (laughs) So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code SPILLED to get 10% off your first purchase, plus a free domain. That's squarespace.com, offer code SPILLED. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about TV dinners. Yeah. And I have a cold... So I I apologize to everybody for having to listen to my voice. And I have a confession. No, I think it's sexy. It's like, uh, is is there anyone who has replaced Kathleen Turner as the go-to, like, smoky, you you have replaced (laughs) Kathleen? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you sound, you've got a real Molly Weisenberg kind of husk to your voice. Thank you. Thank you. um, Today, I'm sitting in for Kathleen Turner in my mind. Yes. Uh, and I'm, uh, weirdly enough, sitting on Kathleen Turner's lap <laughs> in my mind. Yes. Uh, so I, Do you I, remember Peggy Sue got married? I do. You do you remember the like losing virginity scene with the guy who is the poet who's reciting poetry to her and they're lying on a blanket outside? Vaguely. I think I, he pins her. I think I was <laughs> like, like a wrestling move? Like, <laughs> no, I and think, then they count to three and I she's pregnant? That, no. I, <laughs> He gives her his I mean, that's pin. All... Or... Oh, I think we may have talked about this on the show before where you said pinning and I thought it meant a wrestling movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course you did. <laughs> Probably we're t- we were talking about that movie again. Uh-huh. I did see that movie. I think I forgot it almost immediately. It was I... one of the movies that we had on Betamax when I was growing oh. up and I watched it over and over along with like Splash, 
Um, I think The Golden Child, yep. Coming to America. These are all good movies. I love Splash. We've, oh, we've talked oh, about this God, a lot. Splash. I, um, we talk about Splash in pretty much every episode. I think last time we, we talked about like the movies you watch over and over when you're a kid, um, I mentioned the movie Rad was my younger I've brother's even heard favorite movie. No, no one has. It was a failure of a movie. I don't even know if it was ever released in theaters. It may have been a direct-to-video thing, but it was about a kid who rides rides BMX bikes and does bike tricks. Ooh. Wow. It was uh It is to your brother as singles is to me. It, yeah, only it was much earlier than that, I think. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know, maybe like nineteen eighty seven, something like that. Some real good like eighties corporate villains. Yes. Who yes. Like, yeah. Uh all right. So uh that's uh this that's been movie hour. I give Rad two <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> um, I give Splash three thumbs up. That's right, everybody. <laughs> I haven't told you yet. I've got three thumbs. <laughs> and a tail. But only in water. Only when I'm Kathleen Turner. Right. Who is not in the movie Splash, but would have been great if she, she had She would been. have. Yeah. She would have. Uh, okay. So I have a confession to make. I, the, I think the first time I ate a TV dinner was three days ago. Well, so where's the difference? What's the difference between a TV dinner and just like, um, does a TV dinner have to have like multiple compartments? That's a great question, Kathleen. I think it has to have multiple <laughs> compartments. And I, I think the classic. <laughs> I just picked some dry skin off my lip and now I'm bleeding. And wow. Matthew's calling you, me. You Kathleen. are going to be literally in pieces by the end of this episode, the way, the way your body is falling apart. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it has to have, uh, like, different compartments. And I think there's, like, a classic shape to TV dinners. Like, one of them is a square, and that's the the dessert. And then there's, like, two triangles. (laughs) And then, like, a trapezoid or a home plate kind of shape. Pentagon, maybe. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I guess I have never had a TV dinner. Did you eat in front of the TV ever as a kid? Um, We did have a small TV in our kitchen. And my dad. Oh, that's Ooh, that it's timer the TV means dinner. It's, it's the TV dinner. Go get it. There's two. It's oh, not an go it. Get it's them. a them. So um, we had a small TV right next to the kitchen table when I was growing up, actually. And sometimes we would watch something, and my dad always lamented it. Um, although sometimes he also kind of wanted to read through dinner, so he's, he was kind of hypocritical about that. But. I always envied my friend Jennifer Pascal because her family had TV trays and a big screen TV. And so they would like for real eat in front of the TV. I mean, like none of this like little TV by the kitchen table BS that my family was doing. They would like carry the food in, set up their TV trays, sit on the sofa, watch the big screen. It was so cool. Wow. Okay. So first of all, let me back up. Your dad would read a book <laughs> during I'm dinner. Out. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll you you took the last couple minutes while I was in the kitchen. I will finish out the show and the rest of the run of the show. Okay. <laughs> Yuck. Um, <laughs> You're sitting here looking at my blood. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, no, my dad would sometimes like he would be reading something. Would he do this stealthily, like holding it on his lap? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> No, my parents were pilers, so there were always piles of yeah. like mail and magazines and stuff around, and there was almost always a pile at the fourth 
place at our kitchen table. Oh. Because there were three of us. And so the fourth place would be occupied by a pile. And my dad would <laughs> start reading something that was in the Just pile. What? I okay. If there was if there's reading material like easily within reach during dinner, I would have a hard time not reaching for it because my family is very boring. Well, it's kind of like when you're eating That's not breakfast. True. It's kind of like when If anyone I from know. my family's listening, Way to backpedal furiously. Very interesting. Um, It's kind of like when you're eating breakfast and there's a box of cereal in front of you and you just have to read it, even if you've read it like 65 times already. Um, I I think we've talked about on the show before that uh, for for a while I was like seriously hooked on this uh, chocolate cereal called Crave. Uh, And on the back of the box, I had all kinds of like little boxes of information and stuff. And one was just like a piece of the cereal saying Ermagerd Chirklet. Which I just thought was hilarious when I it was like seven a.m. I always hated the Irma Gerd thing. Oh, it's not funny. I can't stand. It's that. not funny at all. But in when I, you know it was like six forty-five a.m. and I was eating a bowl of dessert, and I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. My my brain was not receiving any sort of nourishment. <laughs> I'm um, just gonna okay. sit here and keep licking my. So lip. um, my wife Lori definitely had the TV trays as a kid, and she <gasps> she wanted me to to uh to communicate that when she was a kid, one of the most exciting things that would happen in their house is uh, they would get they would go to the store with a parent and pick out their own TV dinners from the grocer's freezer I case. I can see how that would be so exciting. Yeah. Because usually, you know, you got to eat whatever your mom makes yeah. or your dad makes. <laughs> but you bullshit. get to go pick out your own dinner and yeah. it comes in a tray with compartments, which is kind of my dream. Including anyway. a weird dessert, like a, a, you know, a brownie, which is not weird. <laughs> You know, something weird, like a brownie. Um, okay, wait, but... Uh, so Every time I think it's stopping, yeah. it's not. Yeah, Molly, Molly is going to lose a quart of blood during this episode. Um, should we, like, call the blood mobile and, like, you know, turn this, turn this tragedy into, yeah. into charity? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I took my daughter, Iris. I wanted to confi- continue the, the family. I took her to the blood mobile and said, just like, suck her dry. Um, <laughs> no, I took her to Safeway um, to the grocer's freezer case and we, uh, on Monday night. Wow, what a wonderful rite of passage. It was, yeah. Um, and uh, we we picked out our, our Hungry Man TV dinners, which seems to be the only brand that's still available. Oh, really? It's yeah. the only br- I wondered why you got all of these Hungry Man brand. Did not see any other brand. If you, if you know of another brand of TV dinners that's available in your area, I'm curious to hear about it. Facebook.com slash so Spilled so Podcast. So really, like, I remember my friend Jennifer, again, the one with the TV trays. Her freezer was always stocked with Michelangelo's pasta dishes. That, Does think, that not count as a TV dinner? I think that was a Costco thing, Michelangelo's. Might, really? might have been not just Costco. Um, but that's that's where I remember getting Michelangelo's products from. Mm-hmm. I just don't think of it as a TV. I mean, it's a, definitely a frozen entree, which we, which we did, I think, for a bonus episode. But I don't think of it as a TV dinner unless it has that divided, you know, okay. it, a, a dinner divided against itself. Cannot can stand in my belly. Okay, I'm going to go get the TV dinners and bring them to the table. Okay. We're going to turn on the TV and just watch TV for the rest of the episode. Cool, okay. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. 
And you know we love food-related topics around here, but we also love learning about other topics, too. And that's why we enjoy our subscription to The Great Courses Plus. So there's history. There's science. There's photography. There is practically anything. There are over 8,000 lectures on The Great Courses Plus, and you can binge watch them all for one low price a month. And you can watch on your smartphone, you can watch on your tablet, your laptop, you can start watching on one device and pick up on another. So I just watched one called the Wine Tasting Toolkit, and it's awesome because I know basically jack about wine. And uh, they have an actual master of wine, which is a real thing as the lecturer. Um, let me tell you, the set on this on this uh, lecture is awesome. It, it It is the room that you would wish you were in when you were tasting wine at all times. And she explains, like, what does tannic mean? What does astringent mean? What are all of these adjectives that people throughout. How can you learn uh, to recognize particular aromas that people talk about in a wine? It's got everything in one lecture. And if you sign up now for The Great Courses Plus, you'll get the first full month for free by going to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. And you can watch the wine lecture. You can watch all of the lectures I talked, I've talked about, over 8,000 without paying anything extra, without paying anything at all, in fact, for your first month. So get started today. Go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. Okay, we're back. Okay. All right, so... In case you're keeping score at home, Molly is still bleeding. What's your blood type? <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm type A. Mm-hmm. I think I'm an A+. plus. Yeah, I th- I'm an O+. plus. Yeah. Um, if we were in Japan, we would that would tell us a lot about our personalities. Oh, really? That's a, that's a big thing in Japan. Can we find out more about that? Sure. Let's let's for let's a future have a episode. blood type reading. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So we've got. Do you two... think we're eating right for our blood type? <laughs> exactly. Remember that whole oh craze? Yes. Yeah, it's that sort of thing. Only yeah. it's like you know, if you're if you're type A B, that gives you like uh, attributes of like type A and type B. So you're like peppy and social and or, poopy. Yeah. Uh, so we have two. We have the chicken fajita, hungry man selects, and the classic Salisbury steak. Uh, and so the chicken fajita comes with corn and a cocada coconut custard. Which looks gross. It looks like queso. It really does, yes. Mm-hmm. By queso, I mean queso fundido, which we, when I was a kid, <laughs> which when I was a kid, we used to just call queso. Yeah, well, I think that's what it's called throughout, like, the south, south and west. west. Yeah. I'm going to start with the green beans because they look okay. most innocuous. This is from the Salisbury Steak Dinner. Let's see how they're described on the package. Oh, so hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these things get really hot. They're described as tender green beans. Oh. So I, I cook these in the oven. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was a kid, a TV dinner came in like a foil tray with foil on top, which obviously couldn't go in the microwave. And then like when, it, when everything had to be uh, micro, have microwave directions, they changed it to plastic. But the box still has complicated instructions for what you're supposed to do to the plastic film before baking it. What? Are you supposed to, like, like say some sort of incantation over yes. it so that it doesn't kill you with BPA? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, you, have to, you, have to, you have to go to uh, Galavander's wand shop or whatever it's called, and uh, the wand chooses the wizard. You wave it over the TV dinner. Um, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and then, I'm a. Oh God, hold on! Don't don't give it away. Um, okay, great. Let's see if you can Slytherin. cope with one other Hogwarts house. Um, Ravenclaw. Yes, you're a Ravenclaw. Gryffindor. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Do, do, you, do you remember the fourth one? Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Abracadabra, <laughs> Hufflepuff. Which in French? No it, way. Yes, in French it's called Pouf Souffle. 
This is true. You've got to be kidding me. No, I'm not. Hufflepuff? I'm not, I'm not clever enough to make that up. Yes. Those are like the, the strong, dumb ones. The jocks. Are you joking? No. Why would I joke? <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, I mean, you're, you're uh, criticizing the world's favorite story. <laughs> um, can I tell you something? The other day, I was hanging, hmm. hanging out with my girlfriend, who is younger than me, like young enough that she, you know, like lined up for Harry Potter releases and stuff as a kid. <laughs> I also did this, but not as a kid. Oh, okay. Anyway, we decided we wanted to watch a show on the laptop. Sure. But neither of us wanted to get up. And so she <laughs> did a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> and she what? said, Accio laptop. <laughs> to try to make the laptop did come, it, did come it work? to us. I was like. What if it had worked? What would you have done? I would have been like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, would that have been a good thing or a bad thing to learn about someone? Well, <laughs> that was, they have I actual was, magic. I thought it was kind of pretty awesome that she knew a Harry Potter spell. Oh, yeah. I mean, Wingardium Leviosa. (laughs) Um, Can I think of any other Harry Potter spells? Uh, Expecto Patronum. Expect gasoline. Make gasoline come out of your body. Yeah. Expectorate. Yeah, expectorate petroleum. (laughs) Great. Um, So I never got, I never finished explaining uh, about the Mm. (laughs) the plastic film. Oh, yeah. I'm loving the corn. Yeah, the the, the canned corn is really good. Canned corn is so good. You know, I kind of also like... Frozen corn, whatever. I I kind of also like this rice, which is very soupy. (laughs) I do, too. The chicken fajita is not bad at all. I don't want to eat the chicken, though. I'm a little bit scared of it. Oh, full hot. It's so, so, so hot. (laughs) I'm still bleeding for everyone keeping track. Oh, wow. That hurt. That chicken's all right. But yeah, the rice is good. Okay. I'm waiting for the rice to cool off. Hey, so, like... Can like, I can I explain this thing about the plastic yeah, film? Yeah, please, because I just don't care, so you need to get it out of the way. <laughs> okay. I did not expect, when I got the TV dinner, that it would have instructions on, like, cut around the brownie before baking and then slit the rest of the compartments on one of them. What? Like, different ones have different, like, it's like origami. Like, you have to, you have to just peel back this and slit that and cut around that like this is supposed to be frozen food it's supposed to be easy and i felt like it was a it was an iq test this is not very good i take back what i said about the rice i think it's kind of bitter Mm. love the corn though like too much too much of some kind of dried spice yeah Uh, i'm gonna eat more green beans from the salisbury steak i'm gonna i'm getting in i'm gonna go in on that steak so you wrote here on the agenda, new entrees and classics. So I think of the Salisbury steak and the fried chicken as being as the classics. most classic TV dinners. Yeah. Uh, even, even though, as we've determined, I never ate them as a kid, but I still knew it was a thing. What did Lori eat? Um, the fried chicken was her favorite. Is that the one that Iris got the other day? Um, similar. The, the one Iris got the other day was the beer-battered chicken, so basically chicken strips. Oh, yum. Yeah, not bad. Um, I'm going to try the mashed potatoes, which definitely look like they are from a box. Oh, for sure. And taste like it, too. But not bad, again. Yeah. Mmm, I love potato buds. Oh, yeah. These are my buds. How was the Salisbury steak? I've never had one. Um, oh, taste it. I mean, it's, it's a, exactly what you expect. Uh, you know, it's, it's a... It's, Is it a ground, it's ground beef that's yeah. been smushed together. It's like, a, it's like a very overcooked burger patty in gravy. Oh, it looks so hot. I refuse yeah. to burn my tongue. It, I mean, Salisbury steak is like the most classic, like cafeteria steam table food, I feel like. Had you ha- with, have you had it before? Yes, I have had oh, Salisbury really? steak before. 
even even probably like have picked it out as like a frozen dinner Salisbury for myself as like a kid. A, a, is Salisbury like a real wait I thought you didn't have a TV dinner as a kid I said frozen entree oh. it, it, you know you Fine. can get Stouffer's Salisbury steak not with all the compartments and stuff so, it was a modular system. You could you could wait. Get the, so you would just have like a vat of Salisbury steak. I don't remember. I know I've had it before. Okay, I've never made it. Although I, I've made like the Japanese oh, that's version, kind of delicious, which is which is very similar. Oh, I kind of really like the Salisbury oh, sure. steak. This is so gross and so tasty. And there's like an ocean of gravy. I mean, like actually, like an English Channel of of gravy. Oh my god! Oh no! Why did you have to put it on the mashed potatoes? Why did I have to put gravy on the mashed potatoes? I don't like that. Why not? I just—I've never been a gravy person. Do you notice how I'm letting all mine drip off? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think of myself as a gravy person, but maybe, maybe I'm a gravy person. Maybe, maybe I'm a Gravendor. I look really proud of myself, don't I? <laughs> but you're not having it. <laughs> it's like the place at Hogwarts where the kids who really like gravy live. And they have spells to generate additional gravy when there isn't enough. Expecto gravonum. <laughs> you expectorate the gravy? <laughs> well, you do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is, um, I'm really enjoying this Salisbury steak one. It's quite good. So far, we've tasted three of the four compartments, and I am down. Yeah, the, the fajita is not that great. Um, the corn is good. Hey, how do you feel about canned green beans? Because I've always had a real love affair with canned green beans. You know, I think I don't like them, but then, you know, we had them fairly recently on the show, mm-hmm. I think, um, and we made green bean casserole with them. Yeah, they're good. I, I don't know what my problem is. Ah, oh, I love them. Because usually, I mean, often when I when I cook fresh green beans, I will, like, cook them to the consistency of canned green beans, which you I think will? is great. Oh, sure. Really? Gosh, I always make mine so they're kind of crunchy and squeaky. Um, I, I like both, but uh, I really like it like a fully cooked green bean. Like like a pea. Like a, yeah, like a like pea. Like a well-cooked pea. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, we get really good guests on this show because, uh, you know, we had Francis Lamb on the show who's now going to be- Who's now the, the host of The, of the Splendid, Splendid Table. Table. Right. So <laughs> maybe we'll actually get on that show now. Oh my gosh, let's pitch The Splendid Table. Fuck yeah. Um- and, you know, we had uh, Kenji Lopez-Alt, a uh, huge best-selling James Beard Award-winning cookbook. And mm-hmm. next we're going to have um, uh, Beyonce. Oh. Next next week. Did I, cool. I, I forgot to mention that. Oh, that's She's going to so be cool. on the Parsley episode. Oh, is she going to come on to talk about, like, pregnancy eating or something? Yes, because mm-hmm. she's got those twins going on. Is that right? Twins, yep. All right. Twins. Um, yeah, she'll, uh, we'll get her on to talk about that. Cool. Um, speaking of which, actually, we were, we were recently on a show called One Bad Mother, which is a great parenting podcast, and we were talking about feeding kids, um, so definitely go and, and find our episode of One Bad Mother. That would be worth listening to, I think. Yeah, I think it was actually, I mean, I'm being serious now, like, stuff that I would have wanted to hear before I had a kid. Yeah, I would have wanted to hear you talk about stuff. Okay, I'm I'm gonna get get in on these desserts. Okay. Oh, sorry, Ooh, my green. I just almost put the gravy spoon into the coconut oh, dessert. Don't do that. You don't like a drizzle of gravy on your coconut? I don't think I can taste that coconut thing. I it, will do it, it looks for you. So bad. I'm gonna eat a few more green beans. You let me know. I'm a Slytherin man. Bad is in my DNA. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks. Oh, it looks so bad. Oh wow. Oh my god. It tastes like Coppertone 
sunscreen. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. More, so, more so, much, much more so than the LaCroix we drank a couple of weeks ago. Really? It, it's it, like super fake coconut? It is super fake coconut. It is, it, it is precisely the smell of banana boat. Oh. I think I'm going to have another spoonful. Okay, I'm going to go in on the brownie. Is this supposed to be a br- chocolate brownie? Now, where do you draw the line between brownie and chocolate cake? Oh, I just um, spit well, on that. I've got so many fluids coming out of me right now. <laughs> right. They're, I mean, they're cakey brownies and fudgy brownies, oh, right? love that. I mean, I mean, I don't love it, but I was just excited that it didn't taste bad. Yeah, but it's hot and it's not as overcooked as I would have expected. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Yeah, it, it tastes brown the way that Oreos taste brown. I mean, it's like, you know, they put a, a like a slick of brownie mix Mm-hmm. in there basically and mm-hmm. and so it bakes along with the other stuff yeah we we did not try microwaving one i imagine like some of this stuff would have come out as good or, or about the same in the microwave and some not i think if you get one with like a crispy item like a chicken strip that should probably go in the oven huh i think i'm gonna finish with a spoonful of uh or a forkful of uh the old corn here because i think that is i don't love the aftertaste of the chocolate cake i can't stop eating this terrible coconut thing Carry on, because I ain't going to eat it. I feel like I could drink it with a straw. It's that fluid. Mm-hmm. I can't look at it. What if What if I got it all over my beard and mustache? So so here's a question for you. Okay. So would you buy these again? I mean, now that you have... So you have now tasted four different TV dinners. You bought four different Hungry yeah, Man ones. True. We only tasted two here today. But would you buy these again? I mean, would you buy TV dinners again? No. I think um, overall it's not as good as some other frozen entrees that, that I've had. Yeah. But I don't know if like – I could see having like a TV dinner date night where like picking out the TV dinner is part of the thing. And you get got the TV trays. Maybe you read a book. <laughs> <laughs> you watch you – watch, Go on. You, you put your arm around your special someone. You eat some gloopy coconut um, phlegm. <laughs> you expectorate a you, bit. Uh-huh. You watch uh, a Harry Potter movie or Rad. <laughs> Five stars, by the way. Um, and, uh, and, then, and then you just see where what happens. Woo! Okay, have you ever heard anything more romantic than that date pitch? <laughs> um. No, I mean I'm Good. still digesting it. I'm feeling hot. I'm still digesting under a lot collar. of things. <laughs> you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we will post Nothing. I don't know a picture of, of some TV dinner boxes. By the way, my cat loves these TV dinner boxes. She like puts her face in the box. It's hilarious. Um, and uh, you can find us on at uh, facebook.com/spilledmilkpodcast, um, where you can I mean probably come on and tell us which Hogwarts house you're in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Tell us. Um, I don't know if you have a a, a TV dinner to yeah. recommend. Yeah, like if uh, is there another brand than Hungry Man? Did you eat these as a kid? What show did you watch while eating them, etc. Have you tried out Matthew's TV dinner date, and did it get you some? Oh yeah, I want I want every single one of our listeners to uh, to carry out this date exactly as I described, and I want to hear all about the results. <laughs> the movie Rad probably not. It's probably free on YouTube. Actually, uh-huh. it's one of those one of those movies that someone uploaded and nobody gave a shit. <laughs> someone at Warner um, Brothers was like, eh. "Hey, I think my lip has stopped." Bleeding. We're not going to defend that, <laughs> but I have so much blood on this paper towel in front of me that I'm making Matthew look at. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, and I don't know, you can leave us a review on iTunes. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. We're riding the banana boat all the way to Gravy Town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matthew Amster Burton. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you can find us can online. Can we cut that part yeah, out? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Start over. Uh, start the whole thing? <laughs> no, start over. Oh, well, you can find us. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.